Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Good. Let's start with the chit-chatting with an update. Okay, go. You you had a lot going on this week. Well, yeah, but what I really want to talk about is something that I didn't plan on purpose. Everything that I had going on, you know, I always put myself in these situations, right? I sign my kids up for things. I volunteer for things. I have a job that makes me do things. And I'm all aware of that. But on top of that, my dishwasher stopped working. Yes. As it does. As as it does. And so after four days of washing dishes for hours, Mm -hmm. waiting for the repair person to come, and then Mm -hmm. finding out we have to replace the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. I finally said, I'm done washing dishes. Yeah. We are now officially eating off of all the disposable things. Yeah. And every night in my prayers, I ask for forgiveness for <laughs> my family's contribution to pollution and global warming. <laughs> but I am not losing sleep at night over it. Yeah, so. I don't think you should. That's where we're at. Is it have you always had a dishwasher like in your marriage? In our marriage, yes. Okay. In college, no. No. But okay. in our marriage, yes. Have you always? No. In New York City, did you have a dishwasher? Um, in our second apartment. But <gasps> for the first probably mm, four or five years of our marriage, we did not have a dishwasher. How did that work for you? I mean, it was it's way different from what happened to you this week because there's only two of us, mm. only two dishes. And right. like we would usually just wash them as soon as we were done. Right. But I remember like having guests come over for dinner parties and being like, oh, okay, we're just going to be here for a minute doing dishes. It takes so, a long time it to takes do a dishes. Long time. It takes a long time, but I think that's why my husband and I have both gotten to the point where it's like, it's not that bad anymore. We yeah. both just kind of like get mental, but we've done it for five whole years. Whoa. And we also did not have a washing machine until, oh, what year? What year? Probably seven, for the first seven years of our marriage. Mm-hmm. We had to go to a laundromat. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. So that's what what, a life. When, you, when your dishwasher went out this week, I was almost like, oh, you're about to enter a rite of passage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, la, la. Yeah. It is a different game when you have six mouths yeah. oh, who are yeah. eating every meal. Yes. Because it went out on a Thursday night. We woke up Friday morning and the cycle had run. So like the, the heated dry happened. But no water went anywhere. So everything just baked onto the dishes. Oh, no. And when I opened the dishwasher, it it smelled so bad, right? Because all the stuff was just caked on. Anyway. So, yeah. Darn it. It's fine. But, yeah, we use a lot of things. Made you aware, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But also we're using paper towels for some things instead Mm -hmm. of what we would put a plate on. Or if we can make something on a tortilla, like the tortilla is your plate. It is a plate to go. It is a walking lunch. (laughs) So Uh, there's where we are. Well, first world problem, but definitely is there anyone's on the way, right? Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, fun. Oh, so. that's something to look forward to. Yeah, I think it'll be day. Fun. I know. Oh, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Very fun. I Good. don't think we've ever actually bought a dishwasher before. This is our first oh. dishwasher purchase. Oh, nice. Yeah, I it was can't fun. wait to see what type of bells and whistles it has. It's going to be fun. Hopefully not too many, frankly. <laughs> that's actually true. <laughs> the more bells and whistles, the more problems. Right? I just wanted to wash the dishes and yeah. dry them. I wanted to dry them. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Good is that call. too much to ask? No, not in today's world, Thank frankly. Very you. good. Okay, what's your update? Oh, you know, I don't really have a lot going on. We spent a my. I had to give my kids a compliment. I had to give them. I gave my kids a compliment today at dinner because, you know, we 
what they did their morning chores and then we had a soccer game. Oh, let me tell you what happened in the soccer game because it's just bananas. Oh, yes. <laughs> I yeah. Like, I was about you, to not say a, anything. No, you I, really I should talk about this this new development in your it's, family. This, it was truly bizarre. I mean, I, I was going to say family member number seven, but if you count all the chickens, this is family member number... 21. Oh, oh my yeah, word. Yeah. So we went to my son's soccer game and there's like a... It's at a... Uh, what's it called? A playground. And so my other kids were playing on the playground and my husband and I were watching the game. And then my daughter just comes running over and she's like, and you know, there's all these other parents on the sideline. She's like, mom, I found a guinea pig, like as loud as she can. And I I look at her, I'm like, what? You know, I'm like really skeptical. I'm like, um, are you sure? I'm like, does it have a tail? And she's like, uh, I don't know. So I said, okay, well, don't touch it. And I like look over on the playground and sure enough, there's like this huddle of kids. And you're asking if it has a tail because you're concerned that it is a, not a guinea pig? Right. Like a giant rat. Ooh, yeah. And so gross. I just thought, oh, okay, here comes rabies. So I was like, don't touch it. Let me come over and look at it. And all the other moms are laughing. They're like, no way, a guinea pig. And I was like, yeah, no, don't worry. I got this, guys. Like, I'm going to go smash a rat right now. <laughs> so I go over. bear. Yeah. <laughs> Mom style. <laughs> so I go over there and sure enough, they have found a black guinea pig. And I know what they look like because I owned one as a child. Yeah, it's very obvious. I was Remy's pig. age when I had one. So I go over and all these little girls are like, look at Midnight. I'm like, Midnight? We've named him. And so I said, you know, he was like huddled in the playground. So I said, you need to go check every single door and window on this school because maybe it's like a school pet and it got mm. out. So we all walked around the school and we checked all things. Man, I did not want to take this thing home. So I was looking high and low. Like, is there a hole? Is there a window open? No idea. Mm. There's a bunch of townhomes on the other side of the field, but it'd be kind of a journey for a guinea pig to get from the townhomes to where it was. Okay. So anyways, I so spent, what happened? I, we spent the whole hour, me and my husband and this other mom, because my daughter wanted to share it with her friend. She's like, mom, we'll, we'll foster it together. We'll sh- split it every week. Like a, cust- like a, like a double custody battle. I'm like, uh, no. They already had the arrangement in place. Yeah, yeah. So we told my daughter and her friend, um, we'll take it home, but you need to call the elementary school on Monday mm-hmm. and say, hello, I found this. If anyone's missing a class pet, let us know. Mm-hmm. We have it. She needs to print off flyers, which I understand this is just as much work for me than anyone else. Right. But I don't, I, we, I'm not a, like an advocate for finders keepers. Mm-hmm. I don't like that philosophy. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, there's a lesson to be learned. And I think this is one of them. Mm. So I said, you need to exhaust every effort you have to try and return this guinea pig to its family. Because like, how would you feel if yours got lost? And you know, if someone found it, you'd want it back, right? So, yeah. Well, so, I don't know. As a mom, maybe not actually. All what the, a blessing. All truthfully. the parents were joking. They were all like, <laughs> some dad probably was like, run away midnight, run away. Like now's your chance. (laughs) And like, it just happened to fall into our family's lap. Like all the parents were like, that was intentional, Amanda. Midnight's going to like eat one of you in the night. Who knows the type of, you know, freak vampire guinea pig that is. Like there were all sorts of jokes. Oh my word. Oh no. So what is midnight? What's his current arrangement? Her, right? I I have no idea. I haven't even bothered. Your daughter kept calling it a girl. So what is her, what are her current sleeping arrangements? Yeah, she's in a Tupperware, a container from the container store. Cause I'm not going to buy a cage. If we have to return it to someone, I'm not going to invest a lot of money. Right. So it's in a Tupperware Mm -hmm. with a bowl of food and water. 
Where? And the like library. In her room? Oh, in the no, library. No, I said okay. it is not allowed in anyone's room. No, because they're, they're nocturnal. so loud. Yeah. They're so yeah. loud. No, but make Well, it. that thing's not going to be nocturnal tonight. The way those kids were playing oh, with it today I was gonna is going to sleep all through the night. I honestly was like, you're going to kill it just with trauma. <laughs> like, you're flinging it around like it's a doll. They were holding it up like Simba and. Yeah. Oh, my stars. His Mufasa, yeah, his yeah. dad. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, Mufasa. Yeah, they're holding up Lion King style. That Multiple times. That yeah. poor, poor guinea pig yeah. is going to be a blessing for your family. Mm, I'm excited for you. Say it. Really excited. Yeah, but isn't that bizarre? Went to a soccer game, came home with multiple wins in the eyes of some people. So anyways, but I will say that was actually what she was going to ask Santa for. So I'm curious how Santa will receive this. Mm. Are you picking up what mm-hmm. I'm putting down? Mm-hmm. Like, hmm. Santa off the hook? Like, what's happening here? I need to call him up. Like, what's the plan, Stan? Santa Scott Free. Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, because what are the odds that someone actually comes through and claims a skinny pig? For you, I hope they are good odds. But realistically, I will be shocked. Same. If someone actually comes through and says, that's my guinea pig. So totally. Good luck. Yeah, I know. But it's the principle. I told, I said, no, I said, after a month, if no one calls, you can keep it. But like, we're going to try for a whole month. Yeah. Man, that makes a lot isn't of that sense. bizarre? So anyways, that's, I guess, our update is we adopted a guinea pig named Midnight, who I have yet to hold. Or every, My daughter puts my face, hold him, mom. Or hold her. She's so darling. I'm like, pass. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep loving that little guy. So anyways. So yeah, there we are. Now, now here we are. Now here we are. Back in the hot seat. What's going on today? We are talking about uh, a phrase that actually fit your family very well today. Someone could have used this in a fairly legitimate way as you were cradling the guinea pig in your sweet loving arms. Cradling with my eyes, not my physical arms because no thanks. (laughs) You had your hands Mm. full of fur. (laughs) Okay, but truthfully, you and I both have four kids each, which means family outings in public are um, sometimes eventful. And inevitably, there are always people who like to comment on it. Mm -hmm. And this was almost a given, right? No matter where I went in Boston, especially when I had three kids, five and younger, and was obviously pregnant with the fourth, the comments were never ending. What was it like in New York? Same. It was the same. When I left New York, I only had two kids though. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, they 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 kind of look like twins. I didn't get that comment very often, but every once in a while someone be like, are they twins? Mm. But what I got more often than not was um, I had a boy and a girl yep. and they would always say, you're so lucky. Now you can be done. Yes. And I didn't care for that comment either. It was right. very assumptive. And I don't know what other word I would use, but I never cared for that comment. And I got that more than anything else. Same. One of the rudest comments I ever got was at a Costco in Boston. Mm. And it was, again, I had my two boys and my youngest, well, not my youngest, my third one, who's a girl. Mm-hmm. And I was pregnant with my fourth. And one of the, the receipt checkers said, oh, you're expecting but you already have your boys and your girl. Oh, my God. And you tried for another one? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, sure did. And then, you know, thanks for the receipt. Have a nice day. But I walked away thinking, Ugh. who are you? I don't know. Anyway, so know. We, we got a little riled up and we yeah. thought maybe we should ask other people yeah. how they feel about this yeah. too. Well, and what's interesting is 
not long ago, was it two or three episodes ago, I mentioned to you that guy in Target who counted my children as we were in line. That's right. So I feel like it's actually happening more frequently, which is very unusual because they're getting older. So we are less of a presence because they can now kind of stay in line a little more. Mm-hmm. It would have been different. It was like different like two years ago when I had a newborn right. and three kids. Yeah. Now, now it's like a different dynamic. So it's kind of unusual that it's happening more mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yeah, this week when I was at the grocery store, I only had three of my kids at home because mm-hmm. there was a three with pink eye. And we were just sitting in the elevator, so chill, like not even doing anything. And this woman, you know, knee-high boots, leather jacket, had a soda in one hand and a protein bar in another, you know. Fancy. Lots of perfume, lots of hairspray. We're not judging at all. No. (laughs) But she looks at me and she's like, wow, mama, you got your hands full. And I looked at her. It was, she said it just like that. And, that she and did. I was so caught off guard. I was like, this is only half of them. <laughs> and then I was like, but it's but it's full of, what did I say? It's full of, uh, oh, I said, but in the best way. They're full in the best way. And she was so like caught off guard. She just walked out of the elevator. So I told a lie, a huge lie. Half of my kids. <laughs> are you kidding? That means I'd have like six, like six total. Better get to work. Yeah, but her face was so funny. I was like, oh, this is only half of them. Can you imagine if I had six kids? I literally would have had to have them at like 14. It's like, <laughs> you would you, not. Are you doing that math? You are in still your head? very solidly in your childbearing years. You could have six kids. You could have had six kids How by could now. I have had six kids by you now. You could have had six kids by now. Maybe if I started at 20, like as soon as I got well, married. Well, yeah, you yeah, were married. Yeah. You could have had six kids by now. Oh. <gasps> Man, my ovaries are <laughs> shuddering. <laughs> well, actually, I'm confused. That would have been fun, but I don't know if I could do that. So, anyways, you, I just laughed. Could. I liked. Her, I liked her, the confusion on her face as yeah. she like did the math walking out of the elevator. I was like, "Yeah, good luck with that the rest of your day. Let that simmer." <laughs> so we asked the people about it, and they had something to say. But when people make the comment, "Wow, you have your hands full," I just want to know, like, what's the motivation behind it? Mm-hmm. We asked people, and this may have gotten, we asked the listeners, and this may have gotten more responses than any other question we have ever asked. So sorry if we don't re- read your answer, but if we do, tell us on Instagram. Let us yeah. know that we've read your submission because there were a lot, and I think we got through most of them. I think we got through them, but... Ooh, there was a lot of comments. Yeah, people had feelings on this. Yeah. So one listener, when asked what the motivation is for people asking that question, said, it depends. Sometimes I think it's a way of acknowledging that you are a boss. Think of the grandma at the store who smiles at the kiddos, maybe even a little wistfully. And sometimes I think it's a way to say, your kids are acting up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well said. So this is one part positive and also one part negative. So it all Mm -hmm. depends on on what? The tone of voice, the body language, like the age of the person making the comment gets a free pass. Mm -hmm. Is is that what we have to do? Like just kind of base it on a case by case basis? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, if they're over the age of 70, they can say whatever they want. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I like that. So what are are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't know if I like... Yeah, I don't know if I, I get that. I get the sentiment. I think, and we'll talk about this a lot more because a lot of people bring it up. Mm-hmm. If you want to tell someone that they're a boss, there's a lot of other ways that you could say that. Mm-hmm. Like saying, you're a boss. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you're doing a, look at you. Yes. Like, like, and it all depends yeah. on tone of your voice. Like, look at you. Yeah. That's way different than, look at you. 
Like, I wish they could see your face. I'm oh, really trying not to be offended right I now. I bet they can imagine my face when I say that way. It was amazing. Look at you. But um, yeah, I mean, if a grandma says something, yeah, you can kind of give them a pass to some extent, but also they don't get a pass. They know better. So they should. Mm, they really should. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But along the same lines, another listener said, it's judgy most of the time, occasionally nostalgic, and the tone of voice is so telling. Yes. So again, what you said, we just have to be good listeners, which is actually really hard when your kids are maybe acting up in a Mm -hmm. public place. Mm -hmm. I don't have time to decipher a tone of voice sometimes. No, no. So. But yeah, okay, I'm going to try and keep it to myself as much as I can, but I have a lot Why? to say. Well, the tone of the voice is so telling. Um, I just I just think that we should be extremely careful with the type of comments that we uh, put out anyways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Regardless of the tone of voice, it's the words yeah, that yeah. we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, but if we are going to use this line, oh, your hands are full, mm-hmm. be extremely careful. Think through how, think through what you're going to say before you say it. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, but I do agree that it is judgy most of the time. Mm-hmm. It really is. I don't, I can, I can't think of one time where I've heard it and been like, yeah, you got my back. No, can't think of that. <laughs> um, this next listener said, it's like a bless your heart. It sounds super nice, but it's actually very judgmental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 This Southern gem of a phrase has a lot of meanings and mm-hmm. it could, it could be used to express genuine sympathy, but the majority of the time is probably just being condescending. And like this listener said, judgmental. Yeah. What's a, what is a situation where you would use bless your heart? Um, like genuinely, because I, I couldn't think of one. Like when someone submitted this, I thought, what would that look like? If you were Southern, maybe you, maybe it would be more natural to use it genuinely, right? If someone comes to your door with a plate of cookies, maybe you're a new neighbor or something, they come and you say, bless your heart. That is so kind. Hmm. I mean, that doesn't sound that offensive. No, but tone of voice. It's not bless your heart. Or maybe you're like going through a hard time and as a friend, I'm trying to mourn with those that mourn. So I'm like, mm-hmm. bless your heart. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say it like yeah. that? Yeah. I think you could. I think you could. It reminds me of in conversations when we will look at someone and say, yes. bless you. Bless you. Oh. You're doing great. Yeah. Something. But like. Yeah. Okay. Bless your, bless your heart. Yeah. But more often than not, we hear bless your heart in a, in a judgy tone. Yeah. It's condescending. Oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Yeah. Or bless her heart. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So add that to the list of things we don't say. Right. Okay. Another listener says, I can't figure out the point in saying that phrase other than them vocalizing their thoughts, which is them basically saying, wow, that sucks. Glad I don't have to deal with that, which is basically what the lady in the elevator was saying to you. Truthfully, if I had to decode that from your story, that is exactly what she was saying. Yes, I agree. That's what it felt like. Yes. It's it's like word vomit. Maybe those who haven't learned to keep their thoughts to themselves are actually the biggest culprits of bless your heart. I agree. I agree. I really think that they did not think through what they were saying because- I understand that it might not look very fun, but you're also only seeing like a snippet of time. You're not seeing the big picture mm-hmm. and it sucks in my second moment. <laughs> I don't even like saying that, but 
It overall it doesn't. It so looks, don't don't yeah. imply that it does. It looks it rough in that moment. Yes, but it, yeah, overall it's pretty great. But you know what? You look rough right now too. Did you roll out of bed and come over to Target to pick up some Cheetos at eight a.m.? Like. <laughs> Look at you. And your boots. Yeah. Your Uggs. Those are ugly. That was rude. <laughs> I should say that. Oh, do not edit that Oh, out. I think I should. That's going to offend a lot of people. <laughs> this was going to be my first year to buy Uggs too. So now I feel like I are can't you going shot to? myself in the foot. Oh, I don't know. I saw fun. these really cool platform ones and I was like, those look cozy. But the other problem is my feet get really hot. So I thought, oh man. They'll smell Yeah, so I'm going to have delightful. to wear deodorant on my feet, which does not sound fun. Mm. Slipping and sliding all over in that sheet fur. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. So the next person, the next listener said, for the life of me, I cannot figure out why people say, wow, it looks like you got your hands full. And they're the ones that never offer to help. Have you ever had someone offer to help you anywhere Mm-mm. with your children? I mean, a complete stranger. Do you know what? Yes. Now that you say that, I just remembered one time I was very pregnant with number four. Mm-hmm. I was at Costco. Mm-hmm. And even though I was doing it, a gentleman stopped by my trunk. And you know, I'm not going to lie. Initially, I was going to say no, because of the world that we're raised in. Yeah. I was going to say, nope, I've got it. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I thought, you actually are just trying to be chivalrous. And I mm. said, yes, I would really appreciate that. And he put my groceries in the back of my car for me. And I really appreciated that. That's really kind. Yeah. But not often. That's not often. What about you? I had a well-meaning bystander offer my toddler a piece of gum when he was throwing a fit in a grocery store in Boston. Oh. And I have feelings about gum. Yes, I know. I accepted that offering. Did and you? it actually worked out really well. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I think you really do have to gauge though when well, maybe not. Maybe you should if someone's offering to help. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't offer to help unless I really feel like it could help. Be I, beneficial, right. Be beneficial mm-hmm. to, the, to the mom. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do it just to make myself look good. It mm-hmm. needs to be beneficial to her because otherwise it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes like in the ele- if someone offered to help me, I don't know. Would you take it if they're just like – like I understand the sentiment when, when this listener says they're the, yeah. they never offer to help. What would they do? Even if they did, yeah. I don't know if I would take it anyway. So it's yeah. like, no, I got it. I yeah. don't want. I don't want your. Well, don't you don't you mentally prepare yourself to go out in public and handle it all by yourself yeah. anyway? Yeah. So really, there's nothing you need from someone unless mm-hmm. something crazy happens, right? And like, then I would ask for help for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I might not even wait for someone to offer. I might yeah. just ask. Yeah, totally. But yeah. Very Mm -hmm. interesting. But yeah, that's an interesting thought. They never offered help. Okay. And another listener said, I assume they're trying to see me where I am in the thick of things. And I always say something back like, you should see my heart. That's my favorite answer, actually, that someone submitted. I'm going to start using it. I think it's really like equal parts funny, but also genuine. Yeah. Wow. Your Your hands are really full. Oh, you should see my heart. Stare them right in the eyeballs. You should see my heart. And then put your hands like this and reach it out to them like a little offering. You should see my heart. You already knew that I, I don't care for that line. Why don't you like it? Why won't you use it? Because I, I, it's not who I am. That's not something I should I would ever say. What do you want to say? You should see my minivan. Woo! <laughs> like what, what are you going to say? Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a little bit because I'll tell you what I actually say. And I'm quite 
content with my response. Oh, so. interesting. Okay, okay. But which would you rather have happen to you in public with your kids, especially when they're struggling to keep it together? Would you rather have the public acknowledgement of someone saying something to you in general, or would you rather just be ignored as if like whatever meltdown is currently happening isn't actually happening? Everyone just go about their day. Don't make eye contact. Just ignore us. Which would you rather have? Or would you, do you want people to acknowledge like, oh, that's hard. And ignore me. Yeah, same. Same. Ignore me. Because yeah. you know what? I ignore other people. If their kid's having a tantrum, I never look at the mom and be like, hey, girl, you got this. Like, no. No, they no. don't need that. They don't need that. Mm-hmm. So I just let them live in their own bubble. Yeah. So I want to be left in my own bubble. Same. Yep. Don't like that. Same. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Here's a, oh, this submission really got me thinking. She mm-hmm. says, I honestly believe that people just want to talk to you and they say something that they have heard others say a million times. So it must be an acceptable opener. When I had my twins, everyone wanted to talk to me everywhere I went. One time at the grocery store, I decided I would try to put out signals to cut it short and I started slowly moving on. The woman noticed and said, oh, you want to go. I felt so bad. She only wanted to connect, and I decided I would never be rude again and would talk to everyone who spoke to me. I know people are just seeking a connection. This is beautifully optimistic, Mm -hmm. and I want to buy into it. Mm -hmm. I do think this is the root of most comments, similar to you have your hands full. The commentator just wants to connect. Mm -hmm. I get that. I Mm -hmm. hear that. Also, don't you kind of just want people to recognize like time and place yes. for connecting? Yes. And if someone has two small twins mm-hmm. and they're trying to get stuff mm-hmm. done, that mm-hmm. might not be the best time and place to right. have a deep connection. Right. So I, I hope this listener doesn't feel that bad mm-hmm. because there should be a little bit of responsibility on the other person to say, to look around yeah. and measure the situation and say, I bet this mom really wants to get stuff done yeah. and get home while the yeah. kids are, while the, the twins, I'm assuming mm-hmm. babies or young kids are happy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I love the optimism. Well, I think I know who this listener is mm. and they are a fabulous um, communicator and they do connect with uh, anyone, anyone I've seen really genuinely. Mm. Um, my only thought is if someone stops me in the grocery store and I am really in a hurry, it is okay to to be kind and cordial and genuine, but also you don't have to stay in the grocery store for 15 minutes. Yeah. Many a times when people will stop and talk to me, I can still be kind and courteous and say, oh, I know they're so rambunctious. They're so great. I love them so much as I'm walking because I think it's all just in the tone of your voice, right? Mm-hmm. If I snip at them and say, yep, I know they're rambunctious, that will that will end the conversation right there. And it might offend them too. But if if you can kind of just keep moving, she might want to stay and listen, which is great. Well, I think but it's funny me, how you you imply the cart. As long as you keep it moving, oh, I do. I just then keep there's it moving. there's obviously no stop for a full conversation. Yeah. Just keep those wheels yeah. moving. Yep, and you'll but be you all can right. Still be really kind and cordial, and can Absolutely. still have that connection. Yeah, it just doesn't need to be an hour long. Just keep those wheels a turning. Yep, keep going. Um, okay. What do we, okay, next, what do we got? <laughs> next, we ask the listeners who have been told, wow, your hands are full, how they actually respond to this comment. We all need to keep at least one of these in our back pocket for when we are inevitably told this. Mm-hmm. And there were some good ones, mm-hmm. starting with. 
one listener said, I used to say, sure do, but man, it's a lot of fun. To be fair, we were usually a hot mess. So this, I think her kids are probably grown up now. This was the only listener who actually owned up to the fact that maybe 75-ish percent of the time, someone says your hands are full. There is some kind of chaos ensuing, Mm -hmm. right? It's not usually unprompted. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. At least for me, that's been the case. Like 75% of the time is probably generous. It's like 95% of the time is more Mm. accurate when someone says your hands are full we're probably somewhere on the hot mess spectrum. That's so weird because I feel like I only get it when we're staying in line. Mm. It's Because actually I probably wouldn't be as offended if my kids were farting around and someone called me out. I probably would like laugh with them, but like, you are right. I don't know whose kids those are, but it's only, it only offends me because it's when we're not, when they're in out. line, that's when I'm like, wait a second. Like, what are you, are you seeing someone I'm not seeing? What are they doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, but I do like that she said they were like, yes, we all have our moments of, of being a hot mess. Yeah. I just wish that people could see more of mine so that it was an accurate judgment. <laughs> That's it. I think I can make that happen. Yeah, right. Another listener said their response is one day at a time. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I like it. Are there any other options? No. (laughs) Another listener said that she responds full of love and fun. Okay. I could see myself saying that, but, you know, a little bit like, oh, yeah, full of love and fun. You know how I do. (laughs) I do. I want want them to be like, I want to put them back in their place. Uh That's what I want to do. All right. Another listener said their response is, and I chose this. Mm. That's fun. I like that one. I do like it because it will remind people like, this was not an accident. Yeah. I wanted this. Yeah. I love it. I still choose it. Yeah. I do like that. I think that's great. Yeah. Or maybe I would even, if I use that and I like that line, I would amend it and say, I chose it and I would choose it again. Mm. Right? Like letting them know I'm still in it. Yes. It's fine. Very Everything cool. is fine. Yeah. I like that one. I like that too. That's very good. Um, another listener says that uh, one listener has had the comment twins double the trouble. Her response is to say more like double the love. So awkward, she says. <laughs> <laughs> but see, again, I don't like when people imply that it's double the trouble. Mm-hmm. It's not. You just like rise the occasion. It's not. You, you don't just... like when people imply things, period. No, I do not like that. I do mm-hmm. not like that. Um, they're only saying that because they've never experienced it. But really, this uh, if you're a mother of twins, we talked about this in our multiples episode. Yeah. Your capacity increases beyond the average parent. Absolutely. And so I, it's not double the trouble. Really, no. it's not. They're used to it and they're really good at it. So it's they're operating on a different cadence than you. Yeah, absolutely. Don't judge. Okay, Amanda, what is mm-hmm. your typical response to a person commenting on your kids? Mm-hmm. Well, usually I just say um, in the best way. My hands are full in the best way. Okay. I'm Next time it happens, I'm going to take for a spin the comment like, right back at you. I want to see what they say. <laughs> I hope you do. I really am. I really I am going to try it. Likewise? Yeah, likewise. <laughs> I say likewise all the time. So next time someone's like, looks like you have your hands full. I'm going to be like, likewise. I cannot wait. And it's going to be full of groceries and they're going to feel so dumb. Well, I don't know if it was the woman in the elevator with what, like the coffee and the protein bar. Like, yeah. Ooh, you too there. Ooh. What a morning. 
8 a.m. You got a Diet Coke. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm re- next time I'm going to try something weird and see yeah. how it goes. I cannot wait. Me too. I'm excited. We'll need a full report. Yeah, I'll get my kids to act up next time I try. Okay, guys, now's your time. Yes. Meltdown time. <laughs> but I think I also do want to try the response full of love. Full of fun. I want to try that. Yeah, but I hope you hold your hands out awkwardly again. Offer my heart? Yeah. Here. Here's a little piece of my heart. Full of love. What do you, like, what's your answer? What do you say? I say the same thing every time. It's never boring. It's my way of acknowledging that, yes, we're a little chaotic and possibly a hot mess, but it's also a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. That is how I communicate Mm -hmm. to them. Look, it's great. And it's always with a smile. It's never boring. Yeah. Yeah. And do people usually respond back to that or do they just smile and carry on? They'll, they'll smile and carry on. Sometimes they'll say, I bet. And it's fine because I'm the one who said it. Like, yeah. I kind of feel like I take the power. Like, I'm the one who's saying, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's great. It's never mm-hmm. boring. Mm-hmm. As long as I say it with a happy face. Yeah. Feels like a good response. <laughs> Can you imagine saying that like Eeyore? they'd be like whoa someone help that mom (laughs) teach them to ask that question to say your hands are full now that you now that you say that can i talk to you wouldn't that be hilarious (laughs) to the costco receipt person i mean since you brought it up and we've got a lot of time on our hands i can you guys just go around me there are two lines I'll try that too. That'll yes. be really good. I'll try that too. You That's would. Funny. You'd be so That's good at it. So funny. Love it. Okay. What's next? We know our listeners are extremely polite and refined. So their responses are always kind and thoughtful, but we also wanted to know our listeners' true feelings and ask them what do they wish they could say when someone says, Your hands are full? And their responses were gold. Yeah. Yeah. What do you really want to say? Here we go. So the first one, and some of these we kind of, some we couldn't say because there were some. Remember, this is a clean There were some words, yeah. But I think it's funny that once we're like, what do you really want to say? That's when people really let loose. We're like, oh, guys, remember, this is clean. These were so fun to read. It's very funny. So the first person says they wish they could say, no kidding, Sherlock. (laughs) Why don't you give me your empty ones to help out? (laughs) And sassy, that's for sure. Love it. I came right back at him. Uh, another listener always wants to say, are you offering to help? Oh, that would throw someone for a loop. It really I'd would. I'd teach him a lesson. It really would. I, I think that's fine. Hmm. Another listener says they would love to say, do you think that is helpful? How about I can see you're really working hard? Yes. So we'll, we'll probably talk about this in the very end, mm-hmm. but this touches on one of the things that I want to point out. There's a lot of other comments that you can make that actually are helpful. Mm-hmm. I think she nailed it on the head because it's not a helpful comment. No. And if they're trying to sound helpful, there's a lot of other ways to say it. Yes. And I feel like we need to get rid of this for it, this particular phrase mm-hmm. and pick up on some new ones. Agreed. Yeah. Helpful or encouraging. If you yes. want to be encouraging or, you know, the, what's what's the word? Like solidarity. If you want to show, yes, any of those things, this is not the phrase to use. Right. Like we could just sum up this whole episode. Do not use this phrase if you want to be encouraging, Mm -hmm. validating, kind, or helpful. Mm -hmm. Which is what you're supposed to be, which is what we are trying to be. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Good. Episode's done. (laughs) Here, here. (laughs) Another listener says she wants to respond, sure do. Want to give me a hand? Right. 
I mean, I like that you're just putting it right on them. Yeah. What would they say? No. It's like, uh, sorry. No, thanks. Like, well, you jerk. Hey, you big, what is it, on Home Alone? Hey, you jerk. <laughs> Should we edit that? I got to edit that. <laughs> I just think it's somebody. Uh, okay. Another listener wishes they could say, really? I had no idea. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> Hilarious. I was like, you could also use that one pretty well really too. Funny. So I was like, got your hands on and you're like, these kids aren't even mine. Whose kids are these? <laughs> Where did they come from? Yeah. Whoa, how did you get here? Like, wait, I thought they were your kids. Whose are these? <laughs> <laughs> what? Security? <laughs> Security. <laughs> oh, okay. This next person said, is this you volunteering to find a solution so that I can come to the store alone? Yeah. And hallelujah. Yeah. Is this you? Offering to babysit? <laughs> Great. Thank you. That was so kind. Be back in 30. So kind. And then the last answer that someone wants to, to respond with, and you know, I did say this, this is only half of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I want to have like all four of my kids there one time and say that and really see how it goes down. That'd be hilarious. That would be really, really I, We funny. didn't ask any of our big family moms. We mm. interviewed a few big family moms. Yeah. I really would be curious how often they get this question. Maybe we should give them a call yeah. sometime. Follow and just, up. Yeah. Follow up and say, hey. Tell us some of your best responses. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I would be very curious what yeah. people are at. Yeah, it's, it's due time to check in with yeah. those amazing moms again. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so then we um, asked our listeners, like this question, what are some other questions that people should not be asking? Questions that are not helpful. And a lot of other <laughs> responses came rolling in. Um one listener said, when are you due? Thoughtlessness. Ooh, yeah. That is, that that question should be buried. It should be yeah. dead, dead to us. Yeah, let's it's just, just not, not. Unless you know for sure, like you've already had the conversation, you have a, a baby shower invitation on your sure. refrigerator. By sure. all means, ask sure. that question. Or they announce it on Instagram yeah. or like it's. it has to be extremely obvious. Yeah. Do not... Or she's like rubbing her belly. Well, maybe not even. No, she's her belly no, no. I rub my belly and there's nothing even in there except for a sandwich. Like, I, yeah, maybe not. No. They have to tell you themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So, no more. This question is outlawed. Do not ask someone when they are due. It's like magistrate moms. Yeah. Back, back again. Here we go. We can't resist. No. Nope. Okay. Another question that should never be asked again is, you know how this happens, right? Multiple. Yeah. Multiple listeners mentioned they've had this question asked them. You know how this happens, right? I'm going to be really dumb. Like, are they- Im- Are you going to ask how it happens? No. <laughs> yeah. Wait, like, how does that happen? Well. No, no. Like, someone has said to them, you know how this happens, like, implying, like, you know how your kids got here. Is that what they're implying? Like, what? why would someone ask this question? I think it's usually, you know, if you have three kids and you're obviously pregnant- they probably will look at you and say, you know how that happens, right? It's another really? roundabout way of saying, your hands are full. Really? Yes. I think that is even more inappropriate. I do not care for that. Yeah, but Who's asking that question? People, I think it's generational. I do not care for that. If someone says that to you, you need to not even respond. Don't respond Walk away. Walk away. I have responded once to this question. What did you say? And they say, you know how this happens, right? And I say, yeah, and we're pretty good at it. 
<laughs> but it was it was tongue in cheek to yeah. someone I knew well enough that Good. I could. But still, I actually but who think, was asking that? It's so again, weird. it is all I'm going to say is it is generational, right? But it's not. It's also it's not, not acceptable, and it's also not funny. They probably think it's funny, and it's not. They do funny. think it's funny, and so therefore, I feel like it needs to be obviously shut down, not even entertained. Just shut it down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't care for that. Okay, so that question's. Been I've up. never been asked that, and that's why when when it was mentioned multiple times, I thought, who is that? What is that even? What are you talking about? Oh, this one. Okay, this you you read this one because yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, here we go. So, are your kids really that blonde, or do you bleach their hair? Okay, this is the weirdest question. Yeah, this one in particular is really obnoxious, right? Because uh, your children's ages, mm-hmm. which are still young, mm-hmm. it's probably not safe to bleach no. your children's hair. That's a terrible no. idea. Also, you may have to edit this out. Like, How superficial do you have to be to want to bleach your small children's hair? I know. Stop it. That's awful. I know. So no, that's a terrible question. Right. But also I get the question all the time, oh, where does that red hair come from? Like God, genetics? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? You already know the answer to this question. Why are you even asking? I know. But it happened to me tonight, actually. (laughs) A couple that we ran into at this store, at this place, brought up our kids they know our kids and they're like oh that red hair it's so great where does it even come from like why does it matter but again I think it's making small talk right they don't know what to talk about maybe this is their way of getting into a conversation I just find it redundant monotonous like are there do we not it's like talking about the weather like do we not have anything better to talk about than our children's hair it just seems unnecessary you can just say they have really beautiful hair Uh, yeah you have great genetics yeah that's how it should be that's how it should be Mm. if you want to comment on someone's hair be like your hair is really beautiful yeah like saying where did it come from yeah almost like doesn't validate the compliment. It almost like takes away from the compliment, right? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time I want, like try that with someone when someone's like, where did your kids get their beautiful red hair? Because it's the same. Where did, are your kids really that blonde? Yeah. Like, of course they are. Duh. Like, I'm not bleaching their hair. No. They're four years old. I'm not bleaching yeah. their hair. So just say your kid's hair is really great or yeah. it's really awesome or it's really beautiful. There's yeah. another way to, to compliment or talk about someone's hair. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? If someone were to say to you, your children have such beautiful red hair. I wouldn't be surprised if you naturally on your own would go, yeah, their grandfather or like, yeah, yeah. If I just go into the story, yeah, yeah, totally. It yeah. just allows you to on your own because I get a similar comment in the summertime with mm-hmm. my children, especially my boys' tans. Mm-hmm. They tan really well. Um, and does that bother you? N- all the comments that people make about them? Um. Sometimes it does. It always depends on who is saying it, but it's it's mm. happening more and more. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. But um, you know, they just tan well. They literally change four or five shades. And the I think it bothers me because some people will say, "Man, your boys are so, your children are so tan. Do you put sunscreen on them?" I don't care. And for it's that. like, of course I do. This touches on a bigger issue. I don't know that it's ever acceptable for anyone to comment on children's appearances. I think that's kosher. Yeah. It's just, it's not, my children's physical appearances Mm -hmm. should not be a topic of conversation. No. I don't like that. No, I don't either. So we should just outlaw 
Yeah. Any comments on children's appearances and questions that are unnecessary. Yeah. Or is a compliment fine if someone were to say, your daughter's hair really is so beautiful. That wouldn't bother me. And if someone said, your children have the most beautiful skin. Yeah. That would not bother me. Yeah. It's just when they make a comment. Okay. What about this question? This happened to me the other day. My mm. daughter had eaten some sort of pasta for lunch. We didn't have time to change shirts. And we've talked about her lack of napkin usage. Okay. This is my youngest okay. one. Okay. And we were somewhere in public and um, another adult commented, oh, did your daughter have spaghetti for lunch? I can tell by her shirt. Oh. And I just thought, well... Yeah, but I also don't like that you're commenting on it. Like, really? We're doing our best here. I I didn't care for the comment. I don't know that they meant anything bad by it, but I just didn't care for it. So, yeah, let's just not not. not make comments or questions on any sort of physical appearances. Okay, I agree. That's the safest way. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This person said um, they do not care for the question, so when are you guys going to have kids? Ooh. Yep. That gets me wrong. Yeah, up. and and a, a following a, a similar question that is not acceptable is, mm-hmm. are you done having kids? But that one gets asked. Well, I okay, I was not asked the when are you guys going to have kids because we like got married and we're pregnant three months later, so mm-hmm. I didn't get to experience that mm-hmm. at all. But the are you done having kids is constant, mm-hmm. and so I can only imagine how obnoxious it is on the other end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're both obnoxious. I just feel like in today's world, you do not know what someone's story is. Mm -hmm. And for all you know, they've been trying for years and years. Yeah. Or they have chosen not to have kids Mm -hmm. or they have had a child and it hasn't and it, you know, there's, yeah. there's so many scenarios. Right. Or even asking if you're done having kids. Yes. That's you, not, yeah. That's maybe your they, business. Yeah. They want more kids and yeah. maybe they cannot. Yes. You yes. don't ask these questions ever. It is ever. none of your business. And no. I actually, I have, um, recently when people have asked, I, I get this question all the time. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have more kids? Because mm-hmm. I think my daughter's to the age. Yeah. Where I was about to starting, say that. Yep. Mm-hmm. When your mm-hmm. kid hits a certain age, people start going, oh, maybe they'll have more. I have started just ignoring the question, especially if someone texts really? it to me, I won't respond. People will ask you in a text. Oh, I have had multiple people within the past year be like, you are you done are having kids? Kidding. And I never respond. In the words of Amanda, straight to jail. Straight to jail. Uh, Off that's you go. Awful. Straight that's to daycare awful. jail. Go be with a bunch of other kids. Daycare jail. <laughs> you okay. are stuck with toddlers for the next year of your life. Good luck. All right. Another listener does not care for the question, are they twins? She said, they're two and a half years apart. Use your eyes. Have you ever got this question? I get this yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. My two middle kids, my... um second and third. Oh, sure. Because they're about the same size wise. Yeah, yeah okay, they really yeah. are. And they yeah. hang really well together. Mm-hmm. And they, so, yeah, there's just that vibe of, mm-hmm. could they be twins? And so I have been mm-hmm. asked a couple of times. What do you say? No. Yeah. Do you say it like that? Yeah. I say, no. Yeah. That's it. Because that's all yeah. the explanation they need. Yep. It. What? Why? Why are we asking this? Yep. I, I usually just like cut straight to the chase and say, no, but they're 21 months apart. So mm. basically... That is usually so what I say. Yeah, that's usually no, what I say. No, but yeah. yes. I, yeah. This question doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me too, but also it's like, you really aren't using your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Look it's a little closer. Like it's, that's weird. You can figure it out on your own. Okay. This next one. Ugh. When are you going to get married? Okay. The, there's almost nothing to say because this is absolutely unacceptable. Yeah. Do not ask anyone ever 
if they're going to, when they are going to get married. Especially if they don't know the answer themselves. Who asks those questions? Idiots. If they're not, if they don't have a ring on their finger, yeah. don't ask. No, I that's know. That's a terrible question. I know. It is. It's, it's annoying. So yeah. yeah, that's outlawed. We're not going to ask that anymore. Nope. Okay. Another question that should be outlawed is anything money or salary related. What do you do for a living? Wow, that looks expensive. How much did that cost? Any sort of question along those lines. Mm-hmm. We, we can't ask people what they do for a living. I think you can kind of filter out. Should I, we ask it in a different way? I, I actually, I don't word it that way. What would, how would you say it? Um, what do I say? Well, usually for, I, this maybe sounds bad for a husband. I'll say, Oh, what do you do for work? Yeah. Is that allowed to ask? Is that different from fine. what do you do for a living? I think that's fine. I think it – so actually, I get asked this question annually. Well, yeah, but for a female, I usually word it a little differently, right? You try to get to know them a little better yeah. and feel it out. And if I have to, then I'll ask something like, so how do you fill your time? Yeah, yeah. Because then it's a little yeah. less like, you know, do you stay home or do you yeah. work? Because staying home is – work. like I don't want to offend anyone. Right. So usually it's how do you fill your time? What right. do you do during the days? Yep, right. Well, I think – I think what do you do for a living is often the the first question to, um, wow, that is that is expensive or that looks expensive or how much do you make? I don't think you should. I don't think we should comment on how much people choose to spend or make or anything of that nature. So I wonder mm-hmm. if it's okay to say what do you do for a living as long as you don't follow it up with how much money do you make in a year? <laughs> I'm not yeah. joking. I have people have asked me what my husband does for a living and then have asked, followed up with questions similar and I never respond. I always just think that is so inappropriate. It's extremely inappropriate. Yeah, very I Whoa. don't like it and I think that people choose to spend their money differently mm-hmm. and how we judge them is mm-hmm. like none of our business. Mm-hmm. So anyways, and just for the record, I am not a, a millionaire. I I live very I'm like very much middle class, but people ask weird questions. Yeah. I think it's tacky. Well, do you know what? That happens a lot with physicians. Uh-huh. You get a lot of weird roundabout comments uh-huh. like, oh, well, your husband's a doctor. Uh-huh. So See, it's like, the same vein. Yeah, but we're also paying off loans. You know, it's like the same. there's this assumption when people find out what you uh-huh. or your spouse do for a living uh-huh. that people just automatically Yeah. Yeah. They and they they make assumptions and, and I don't like that. Spending habits are so mm. different. Mm-hmm. You might be making millions of dollars, mm-hmm. but squirreling it all away, not spending up any of it. And it will look different. Yeah. And no one should know. I just don't like when people, I don't know. You know how. Yeah. My favorite quote, money talks and wealth, wealth whispers. whispers. I was thinking the same and thing. And so I just don't yeah. like when people ask like how expensive or how much you spend on something is. Mm. I think that's tacky. Yeah. It is tacky. Yeah. Any Anytime you are talking about money in a very one-sided conversation, mm-hmm. it is extremely tacky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. So we've outlawed those. Yeah. What's the last question that should be outlawed, Amanda? And this one really does need to be outlawed <laughs> once and for all. Who did you vote for? Or who are you going to vote for? Mm-hmm. Um, unless you have a yard sign in your yard. Well, actually, you don't even need to ask that question because no, they have a yard in, sign. It's in their yard. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's it. I just don't think they should ever be asked. My husband always says, the only person who will know who I vote for is my wife and God. Mm-hmm. And 
honestly, I don't even tell my, well, I'll tell my husband who I voted for sometimes. Yeah, my husband and I talk about it. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it, but like we don't really get into it. Yeah. It is not appropriate to ask someone who they voted for. No. I don't like that. In fact, just today, coincidentally, because you know we have a mayoral election coming right, up. Right, right. And someone texted me and said, hey, can we put this yard sign in your yard? Ooh, I know how much you love yard signs. I texted back, I'm so sorry, we're not yard sign people. Because I didn't know what else to say. I do think that yard signs can be beneficial in certain ways. For example, we live in a neighborhood that is skewed a certain way. And sometimes I think it's nice to put the yard sign out there for someone else to think, oh, good, someone does think like me. I'm not the only person. I don't know. Oh, like if you're in the minority? Yeah, if you're in the mm. minority, mm. Um, then I think there are some benefits that for someone mm. to see it and say, oh, okay, I'm not the only one. Mm. Because sometimes if you might be in the minority, you might think, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, maybe this isn't right. I don't what know. If you're the only per- what if you're the only house on the street that has the minority sign? Do you think, like, I think that neighbors might look at you differently, and I feel like it should just be... But they shouldn't. No, they but, shouldn't. No, I'm not saying it's okay, I don't right. think I don't think it should matter. If someone wants to put a yard sign in their yard and show support for a candidate, I 100% support that. Same. If someone does not want to put a yard sign in their yard, I 100% Same. support that. That is yes. the beauty of living in this country, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. we get to show support for our... Candidate. Democratic system. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it's very cool that we have that option. Yes. I hope that no one judges another person for whatever yard sign they put in their yard. Right. But also, if you are going to put a yard sign in your yard, then someone might actually ask you political questions and you need to be well prepared for that. Hmm. So maybe a yard sign is also a way of just like saying, wearing it a little bit on your sleeve and saying, yeah, I'm happy to talk about it. That's a good point. And for the record, I have no issue with anyone. You are, everyone is welcome to put a yard sign in. That is great. I am not offended at all. I don't have a sign in my yard. And the first year of, the first year we lived here, there was a, it was a big election. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget two of my neighbors said, well, you didn't put this yard sign in your yard, so you must have voted for so-and-so. Whoa. And I did not care for it. Again, that is inappropriate. So that's, so I think that's why I feel really strongly like we should not be talking about who you voted for. No, no one needs to know. You Agreed. just get in there and do your thing, lady. Yeah. Do your do your research. Do your research. Do your due diligence. Okay. So to wrap this baby up, I think that at the end of today, if you are still, if you still have the phrase, wow, you have your hands full. If that is still in your vernacular, you need to go back and re-listen to this. <laughs> Let's take that out. We are not going to say that anymore. You can yeah. now say, you are doing a great job. Or don't, even don't say anything at all and just give them a smile. Yeah. Give them a little wink. Yeah. Or just ignore them. Yeah. What are some other options? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Turn and look the other way. Your family's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. Just yes. say something nice or don't say anything at all. That is well said. Well said. And just for the record, your hands are full is not nice. It's not nice. So. No matter how it's cloaked, no. you can no. always say something else. And that's what we're that's what we're going for at the end of the day. Yeah. But should we also talk about the flip side of we should give the people commenting grace? Yeah. You can roll your eyes inside in inward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just, you know, they I'm sure they mean well and walk away and let it roll right off of you. Mm-hmm. Let it roll let it roll off. Yeah. You what remember once again, I'll tell you my other favorite quote. Yes. You know, I love sharing my favorite this quote. This is a good one too, though. You don't know what I'm going to say? I do. You're so funny. 
Um, he who chooses to take offense when no offense is intended is a fool. Mm-hmm. And he who takes offense when offense is intended is an even greater fool. Yep. And I think of that often. And I think that at the end of the day, we just should choose not to be offended because it's not worth it. It's right. not worth it. We don't want to spend the time. We don't want to spend the energy. Right. You're doing a great job, even if your hands are full of love and fun. And, and groceries. And groceries. And a poopy diaper. <laughs> I mean. Hanging out of your trunk. Oh, gosh. Still. <laughs> still. Too good. Freaking pampers. Okay. <laughs> it is time to put the baby to bed. Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and appreciate you. Be a friend to everyone. Bye. Bye.